What is going on, Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me on this lovely Saturday afternoon. Round of applause for yourselves. All right. How are you, Instagram? Uh, how are you, Twitch? How are you, TikTok? Hey, TikTok. I'm brand new to the scene. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the live stream of the podcast. What's up, Amy? Ryan? Uh, Miss Miss Kay? Uh, a new follower over here for the reels. Thanks for joining us. Candela. 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 Get it right. All right. Here we go. Let's get this podcast rolling. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about are the, um, are the cars of Miami, the expensive ones, are they overrated? What's your opinion? Do you have an expensive car? Do you uh, promote driving expensive cars in the city of Miami. Ladies, if a guy doesn't have a luxurious car, would you hop in? Let's talk about it. Let's get this podcast rolling. So if you guys are brand new to the channel, my name is Manny Garavito, and I go live every single day-ish to talk to the people of Miami and bring together the Miami comedy community. And in today's topic, like I mentioned before, is our luxurious cars overrated? Now, I've never driven a luxurious car other than maybe renting one when I'm on vacation. That's the only time I ever actually splurge when it comes to a vehicle. I drive a Honda Civic, and I do it with pride, okay? Fully paid off, no note. It's an old Honda Civic, but it's clean, okay? It's a very clean car, inside and out, and I paid it straight cash. I only do like three checks, because uh, I only check things like, um, is the AC working? Does it have Bluetooth? And does it move? Because if you have those three, you're 99% winning when it comes to getting a vehicle. That's, that's just my opinion. So if you ever go out and you buy yourself a luxurious car, you're not really doing much of a difference when I've got my Honda Civic doing the exact same thing that your Lexus is doing. And with all the money that I've saved up getting the Honda Civic, you know what I did when I went over to Austin, Texas? I rented a convertible, a Mustang convertible. I, yeah, I was rolling around in Austin feeling like a boss. This thing was fully loaded, Sirius XM, leather seats, drop top. I was riding around, riding dirty, and I felt good. I didn't use the drop top because it was very, very hot. In Austin, Texas. I probably dropped the top after 6 o'clock every day. But I still enjoyed it. And then you know what? Once I finished enjoying it, guess what I did? I dropped it off at the Thrifty Rental Center. <laughs> and I saved myself thousands of dollars. So in the city of Miami, considering the heat, considering the gas prices, considering the traffic jam, are luxurious cars overrated? I think so. I, I think if you ride a luxurious car, you're, you're flexing for no reason. I mean, who are you really flexing for? In my opinion, a lot of guys, I'm, not, I'm talking to the guys here. In my opinion, guys, you know, you think you getting a nice car impresses girls. I think it impresses like 10% of them. For the most part, the girls don't care. They really don't. I've hung out with girls. They got in my car. They're like, oh, it's so hot outside. Thank God your AC works. I'm like, isn't this the real luxury? When you go inside of a car and you've got air conditioner, you can have the most baller car, but if your air conditioner sucks, 
You know, I don't believe luxury cars, especially on the sports side, are known for their air conditioner. When you look at a Honda, they got the best air conditioners in the world. I truly believe the best vehicles ever made in the history of humanity is a Honda. And I'm talking about the low-end models. All right? I'm not talking about Acura, which is a car I actually consider. But when I got the Honda, I've, had, I've owned two Hondas my whole life. I owned a total of four cars my, my whole life, plus a motorcycle. I had My first car was a Honda, which was a hand-me-down from my family. My second car was a uh, Ford Escape, I think. No, I had five cars. My, my, my third car was an Impala. And my, my recent car is a Honda Civic. And after driving a Honda Civic, I will never, ever get any other car ever again. I mean, unless, unless I'm bawling out of control where I, I don't know what to do with the money. And even if I did have, you know, baller money, I'd probably just get a souped-up Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah, make sure it's got the rims on it with the leather seats and the Sirius XM. Uh, sir, with your finances, you can get yourself a Rolls. I said I want a Honda Civic. And make sure it's got the sunroof this time. The thing about Honda Civics is they last so long. The only I've never been disappointed by a Honda Civic. My first Honda Civic was a 94-something, and that thing had a hatchback. It was a mom car, 100% a mom car. It had a hatchback. It had a metal antenna sticking out of it. I remember one time I went through the, uh, I went through the, uh, the car wash, and the thing bent, and it still worked. It's like, then why even put it? They just wanted to be vintage for no reason. So I'm driving this car around. I think I got it up to like 250,000 miles. Since it was my first car, I just drove everywhere with it. And then when I sold it, I gave it to a friend for like a thousand bucks. And then it lasted another hundred thousand miles when he drove it. <laughs> like he would pull up in my house and I'd be like, oh, Yo, you still drive that thing? Damn. It's like, oh, yeah, man, this thing is, you know, reliable. Never broke down. The only time a Honda would break down on you is what did you do to it? <laughs> a Honda doesn't break down for no reason. A Honda breaks down like because like you did something. Did you take it to get the oil change? Did you change the battery? Did you rotate the, di- the tires? Why would it break down? There's no reason. Someone in the future can excavate a Honda Civic from some mining site and be like, like oh, an, a vehicle from the old days when technology was just getting started with humanity. The thing would turn on. <laughs> People in the future can, can drive that thing. You take a Honda to, to Mars. And you'll still be able to ride around. Don't, don't take Hondas for granted, man. That's the best vehicle anyone can ever get. I don't understand why you would go with any other car, in my opinion. My Altima, my Altima I got it brand new. I got my first Altima, I think, when I was like 24. It was 2006. And that, I, it took me four years to pay off. My Altima. And when I paid it off, it died on me. It's almost like it knew. It's like, okay, my job is done here. Time to break down. The whole engine just died. And I took it in. I got it checked. They lifted the engine off with, up with the hooks. Some weird surgery I've never seen done to a car where they had to, like, lift the whole engine. They had to look at the pads underneath the engine. And then they just couldn't fix it. They were like, this car is over with. <laughs> 
all those car payments for just four years of riding a Nissan Altima. Let's go on over to the chat. I see people talking to me. Sorry for, sorry for not uh, talking to you guys. Facebook user says, my first car was a Honda. It should be everybody's first and final car. This show is not sponsored by Honda. But if it was, but if it can be, Honda, I'm listening. Reach out to me. I am a dear advocate of your work. Let's go on over here to the chat. Hang on, guys. Let me just load up Instagram here. All right, let's see. I'll go over here. We'll do a manual. Uh, uh, QT says, uh, I drove around with a screwdriver because you was tired of getting, a, oh, because your car was tired of, uh, because you were tired of fixing your car. What kind of car was it? Fabrican says, a Honda popped my chair. Everybody should start and end with a Honda. QT22 says, my Honda Accord was stolen three times that I didn't even get the ignition fixed. That's how good, that's how, right there. That's proof on how good of a car a Honda is. Cutie's car got robbed three times. The ignition wasn't even fixed, but they were they were able to get away with the car. <laughs> the whole ignition didn't work, and it still got stolen three times. El Negro Del Flow, triple six, says, Saludos de Medellin. What's up, Colombia? ¿Cómo estamos? Fabrican says, my Civic uh, buried an Audi, Volkswagen, and a Mercedes that I leased and never give me any problems. Love my Honda Accord when I was in high school, but sorry, love my Tesla a lot more. Don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. We don't need to know about your financial mistakes, okay? A Tesla isn't even into its final form, and you guys are already buying this thing. Why would you want um, an all-metallic car just driving around? I feel like if I were to own a Tesla, I would be so worried about the battery giving out on me in the middle of nowhere. Have you been in the middle of nowhere? I'm not going to wait for, for the next battery stop or whatever it is you guys do to charge it. I've seen cars parked outside of a home with a little tube inside of it. I don't know how that works. All of a sudden, you guys are Doc Brown from Back to the Future that you know how to like work with electricity with gigawatts and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. And I don't want to be a douche either where I'm driving around in an electric car and I'm like 5% of the entire population. Now they're erecting all these stops and malls and garage parking lots with these little stations and you guys get VIP parking because you bought a Tesla. Ah, you douches. You know what? (laughs) That's an awful feeling when you're driving around a Honda Civic, all the parking spots are taken and there's five open spots. For those that have Teslas. <laughs> that is vehicular discrimination. What do you mean there's no park? What do you mean I can't park there? Oh, those are for Teslas. I got to buy a Tesla to park there. For- you got handicap. You got pregnant maternity parking. And then you got Tesla parking. You guys are a bunch of douches, man. <laughs> that's the only thing I see that's beneficial about owning a Tesla. You guys get special uh, parking to charge your cars while you go shopping at a at a nautica store let's keep it going welcome to those coming into the chat always had a honda and now have a tesla i used to think like you that not why i got out of a ticket after the accident (laughs) can you put periods in, in your comments okay can you make it so that i can actually read this thing cohesively think of the people listening to you (laughs) 
All right. So, um, I, I think, uh, I think uh, anything that's like past 20 to 30 K worth of a car is not worth it. I mean, if I were to think back of my, um, younger days and I was driving around in my Honda, it was a Honda Accord hatchback. It was a 1994. You should see the kind of jamming sessions I had in my car when I was stuck in traffic. I would crank the music all the way up and I would just jam, jam to 949 Zeta. <laughs> They're just head banging, drumming on the steering wheel. I would pretend I'd be playing a guitar while I had the underhand grip on the steering wheel, like guitar solos, people looking at me. I had so much fun on my with my first car. But I needed those $1,000, and it was time to upgrade. I had a good job, and I was like, I'm going to get a brand new car, and it shouldn't have been an Altima. I, I totally regret buying a brand new Altima. All that money just wasted. For those listening, if you have kids... Or if you're planning on buying a car, I'm going to tell you right now, it just ain't worth it. That first Honda Civic that I was riding around the first time when I owned that car, it's probably still alive somewhere. I really feel in my soul that my Honda Accord hatchback is somewhere in in Midwest America driving around in a crash derby. And, you know, and it's just, (laughs) it's got like 500,000 miles and it's still rolling. I can feel That car is still alive somewhere. My Altima was broken down for parts a long time ago. But my Honda Accord, my first one, I know it's out there. (laughs) Probably has a baby on board sticker while it's on a crash derby. Just bumping into cars. Here's what I'm going to wait for. I wouldn't get any luxurious car. I would get an amphibious car. Because I think in my lifetime, I've seen four Ferraris. For example, like a Ferrari and those sports cars are totally not worth it. I think I've seen four Ferraris in my entire life that were burnt. Like they just catch fire. I've been in traffic jams because of Ferraris on fire. I've seen, a, I've seen one in downtown. I remember I've seen one in Miami Beach. You guys are driving around in your Ferraris and you're revving the engine. And Ferraris, you know, they got to flex that you got a big old engine that you can't even drive around with because of all the traffic and if you did drive around with you're going to be stressed out on how many people try to race you because you're pulling up in this thing people just showing up with cars that aren't even sports cars it's just some lonely dad that has like the uh the six engine version of a maxima and then they want to drive they want to drive fast because they had a beer or two after work and they're like i'm bored oh look at this ferrari and they just start revving the engine make me feel alive So um, Ferraris is probably the worst investment. I think it's a scam. Let's go ahead and call it right now. I think Ferraris can't. I, 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 actually, I actually believe that Ferraris are, a, I think Ferraris are a very Miami car because of how they scam insurance companies when they catch fire. It makes total sense. It's almost like if you rent a Ferrari, for example, from these luxury rental companies, and it catches on fire while you're driving it around for the next weekend or so that you have it, they keep the money, you're free and clear. It's a Miami scam. I'm telling you, Ferraris catching on fire is a very Miami thing because of the insurance scam that's involved. It's almost too common for these cars to be catching on fire. It's suspicious. 
I'm going to show you guys some news uh, videos here. Of Look, when you look up Ferraris catching on fire on YouTube, there's multiple videos of this happening. And people are still buying so this a thing. Ferrari on fire causing delays at Miami International Airport today. Miami-Dade Fire says this exotic car was fully engulfed in flames when they arrived at MIA. No one was hurt, thankfully, but the scene did cause a backup at the airport for Thanksgiving Day travelers. Very Miami thing. Here's another one. Gente, eu tava aqui andando pela rua quando simplesmente uma Ferrari pega fogo na minha frente. Look at this thing. In the middle of the night, all on fire. It ain't worth it. Everyone just crowding around. Nah, man. Why, why bother? Why put your life on the line? Now... If I were to make a hefty investment on a vehicle that would be brand new is I would definitely get an amphibious one. I want I want to get a vehicle that can actually go in water and land at the same time. I think that would be one of the best investments as a local person living in the city of Miami. I think this is where it's at. I think this is where you need to put your money. As soon as these forget a Tesla Forget Tesla. If, you, if Tesla wants to bring their vehicles to the next level, you got to get yourself an amphibious car because once Miami goes underwater, do you know the kind of flexing you could be doing when you pull up to one of the, you know, to the nightclubs underwater like Atlantis with one of these things? Look at this. The scuba is the only real diving car in the world. They almost look like, <laughs> the way they went into the water, by the way, it almost looked like they were committing suicide. I love you, honey. I love you too, baby. Let's get into this water together. And then you go in and they're wearing scuba gear. But look how cool that is. We are building exciting concept cars to illustrate the future of mobility. Frank founded his company, Rin Speed, 42 years ago and has dedicated his professional life to creating extraordinary concept cars. But there's one that stands out from the crowd. We built the Scuba some 12 years ago, but still today it's our icon. Well, wait a second. If this thing was built 12 years ago, why is it that we can't get into one of these yet? Why aren't these on sale? Why can't I go to a car dealership and like find one of these things? If I were to get a brand new car, it would definitely be one of these cars. Cutie says, why would you get why would you get a car that goes why would you drive in the water? Uh, have you been a brickle during a rainy day? That's why. Have you have you seen how brickle gets? That's gonna happen eventually. And all these cars that went underwater when brickle had just like an hour or two of rain. And all the, the trouble those people had to go through to collect the insurance money. You get yourself a vehicle like this, you're free and clear. I would actually roll around in Brickle with this thing if it was flooded. On purpose. People taking photos, shouting you out on Instagram. Yo, check out Manny on his brand new scuba car. <laughs> I'd peel out in front of your, <laughs> you know, your car would be underwater. I'd peel out right next to you just to flex. Got my girl next to me. 
Let's see. Uh, Chef Vitan says, when my... Hold on, let me get the, the chat cam up because we're professional. Uh, Chef Vitan says, when Miami goes under... Uh, when Miami goes under, Barceros are going to get all the chicks. Uh, okay. Uh, Cutie says, uh, you need a truck here in Miami. Bipolar weather. Uh, I have a Toyota truck, too. No, I think, uh, well, unless you're a, ha- are you a handy person? Because the only way I would see pickup trucks being beneficial is if you're one of those people that actually run a business where you go around collecting other people's junk, which I, from what I can tell, is a very, very pr- uh, profitable business. I've seen, they're mostly old Cuban people, and, they, and they're always red, these, these pickup trucks. Cuban people love red pickup trucks and they love collecting trash. I don't even know what they do with it, but I've seen so many in my lifetime. To this day, here in my neighborhood, I have like three of them, and they're competing. <laughs> they wait. It's early bird gets the worm for them. Like whoever shows up to collect your trash is the winner. And they're out there, and they got sofas in the back. I've even seen them with cardboard boxes, pieces of wood, branches on them. It's like, why are you collecting branches? What are these guys doing with their pickup trucks collecting trash? How is it pro- profitable for them? Uh, do you need a boat and a car license to drive the amphibious car? That's a good question, actually. I'm not sure. Um, the same way like a motorcycle or a CDC or something like that. Is it CDC What's it? or CLC? Whatever. Uh yeah, get yourself an amphibious car. Let's go back to this video real quick. I want to see more of this. It's the most thought-after vehicle for film, for photos, and that's probably the biggest milestone in our history. It really does look like a James Bond kind of scenario uh, uh, where you got to drive into the water, probably go to like some underwater cave or something like that. But the thing about the thing that I see that's wrong with this vehicle is you can't really go far or, or deep rather because the pressure would be so immense your ears popping your bag of cocaine start they should have closed it like a submarine because then all the things you have inside your car are going to float away i would invest in something like this if i had the money but it would be in the enclosed version this drop top version isn't it um you know you're getting, you're getting my seats wet I want to stay dry. This ain't really that luxurious. This is kind of ghetto if you think about it. This is a bootleg submarine. The Rinspeed Scuba is the world's only diving car capable of seamlessly driving from land to underwater. That's cool, though. The Scuba is the only real diving car in the world. The scuba might be the only one in the world, but the idea was first seen back on screen in 1977. The idea suddenly came from this vehicle. We all know it from James Bond. Oh, I knew it. It was fiction. There we go. Hollywood. It never really happened. So James so Bond, play- you know, James Bond being the chick magnet that he is, of course, was driving one of the first concepts of a boat car vehicle. Uh, of course, he won the girl. All that fi- yeah, you know what kind of James Bond movie I want to see? Because this guy gets so much tail. I want to see a James Bond movie where he fights and while having an STD at the same time. <laughs> I have the antidote here for your STD, Mr. Bond. <laughs> 
But before I give it to you, you will die. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, why can't there be a James Bond movie where James is dying from an STD and, and the villain won't give him the antidote? Huh? That's gross. <laughs> Uh, Vike says amphibious car will uh, contribute to Biscayne why, uh, while fish population increasing. What's a Biscayne fish, you ask? A used, oh boy. All right, let's move on. Expensive cars, expensive cars are like uh, expensive houses. Nice, but have expense, expensive to maintain. Absolutely. Um, I used to be the kind of guy that would go to uh, Jiffy Lube to maintain my car. Not a good idea. Here's the thing about Jiffy Lube. If, if you don't get the upsells, I have a conspiracy where if you don't get the upsells to what Jiffy Lube's offers you, they're going to go into your car and they're going to mess something up. Every single time that I go in there for an oil change and they're like, well, you got to change your battery. You got to rotate your tires. You got to inflate your tires. You got to put oil. You got to put uh, uh, brakes, uh, brake fluid, uh, all this stuff. You got to flush and it's like, can I just get an oil change? I just just want an oil change. All right. I'm just saying your car's going to break down if you don't do what we tell you to do. And then lo and behold, your car breaks down and it's like, well, wait a second. Did you do this to my car? <laughs> I told you so. And it's like, but how obvious is it that as soon as I pull out from your parking lot, it breaks down? Hey, you can't prove anything. <laughs> Jiffy Lube is a scam, man. I'm going to say it right now. It happened to me three times. A flat tire, a dead battery, and some gasket in my engine for my Altima uh, mysteriously cracked. Because when they did the surgery on my Altima and they lifted the thing, they're like, how the hell did this crack? Like, you really got to go in there and break this thing in order for it to come out like this. I'm like, Jiffy Lube, bro. Jiffy Lube because they didn't hit their numbers. They always try to. They always try and see you in Jiffy Lube. They were the news for uh, robbing people. I knew it. Jail is a scam for real. It is. Anima Roman over on YouTube says CDL. Thank you, Anima. Appreciate it. <laughs> CDC. What am I talking about? That's like the the thing that tells you to get a vaccine or whatever, right? Uh oh. He said the V word. We gotta block him. Uh, please algorithm. Please bots. Do not block me. All right. Let's continue. Let's finish this video real quick. Fiction into reality to build up the only real diving car in the world, which it's still today. And we made it happen. Building such a unique vehicle required careful planning and engineering. We built up our scuba based on a Lotus. You know, and the more I think about it, about these amphibious cars is like, what if you're like underwater and then you got to go to the bathroom? Do you got to surface? Do you just go right there? Do you got to swim away from the vehicle? The more I think about it, the more I realize that there might be a lot of complications owning an amphibious car. Elise, we did not redesign the Elise, but the inside, all its technology has completely changed. To and how, yeah, and what, <laughs> what, and what would happen if, you, if your car starts breaking down? Do you just roll up to your local mechanic shop? And tell Arturo that he needs to, like, look into your amphibious car. Yo no sé por qué, pero ya no nada el carro. The car doesn't swim anymore. What do I do? He's just going to look at you like, get this thing out of my parking lot, man. Quita eso de aquí. Yo no entiendo eso. <laughs> oh, yeah, and another question for Cutie that owns uh, a Tesla. 
What do you do if you pull up with a high-end tech car to your local um, mechanic shop? Will they, know, will they even know how to fix it? You just go in, they got to know how to code. You know what? There's a joke right there. That's a joke right there. What do you do when you're in Miami and your Tesla breaks down? Does your mechanic got to know how to code? Does he know Python? C++? Oh, this car runs on JavaScript. I don't understand how this works. <laughs> Try to explain to your mechanic. Try to explain to your Cuban mechanic that you, you have an NFT that opens the car door. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. All computers. Exactly. Mechanics today don't even have the tools. Had the car for three years. Never got it fixed. Oh, you will. Had to take it back to Tesla service once and it was free. I knew it. So you got to go to Tesla themselves. For You got to go to Tesla themselves in order for them to fix your car. You can't go to Hialeah and get something under, under the radar, right? You can't get hooked up. So if you ever get in an accident, Tesla's got to fix your car, right? You can't go... Under the bridge in Hialeah where they got all those mechanic shops that have been open since 1930s. <laughs> right? They'll fix your stuff for like 20 bucks and a cafecito. Okay? A fender bender. You go to Tesla, you got to get all new wiring, everything. We got to give you a new battery. But it's just the door. New battery, new wiring. The door doesn't even open with your thumbprint anymore. It's got to read your DNA. The DNA reader's broken. All right, what time is it? 6.32. Let's wind it down. That was fun, guys. Cool little episode there. No, expensive cars are not worth it in the city of Miami. Do not listen to Cutie. Cutie's probably balling out of control. Uh, But as for people like me, who are a little more uh, conservative with where their money goes, especially when it comes to vehicles, not worth it. Get a Honda Civic, a used certified one, okay? And just look for three things. I'm telling you. If it moves, if it's got AC, and if it plays music, you win. You gotta go all out. That's all you need. It's good for the it's good for the uh, the environment because it doesn't even take a lot of gas. Um, very cost effective and will last you a lifetime. Okay, and you know what? If somebody judges you because of the kind of car you drive, they ain't the one. So get yourself a Honda Civic, guys. Manny, one hundred percent advocates all Honda Civics out there in the city of Miami doing good. And if your car gets stolen, it ain't really that big of a loss. Well, I'll just get another one. They're very disposable cars. They last forever and they're super disposable. Okay. And then with the money and and here's a tip with the money you save from getting an inexpensive car, like a Honda Civic, when you go on vacation, go all out. Get any car you want. Even get the Ferrari if that's what you... If you want to explode in a combustion of the vehicle you rented and then collect the insurance money, go right ahead. Okay? You save yourself thousands of dollars. If you want to see... And you know what's even better? When you go on vacation and you rent a car, you can actually drive multiple cars in your lifetime. Think about it. If you have a Honda Civic back home and then you take a trip somewhere... You get yourself a Lexus. Now you drove. Yeah, I once owned a Lexus for like a week, but I owned it. Yeah, I, yeah, I rode that Mercedes Benz. Yeah, I was up in Cleveland. No one wanted to rent it. 
and I was pulling up in the brand new Benz. And then I got bored of it after a couple of days and just returned it. How much did it run me? 400 bucks. I already got the experience I wanted. Got myself some Cleveland tail. That's all I needed for. I don't need it all the time. (laughs) It did its duty. All right, let's read a couple of comments and then we'll close it out here. Uh, get a Tesla. You'll thank me later. Not baller broke ass jokes. My Tesla was cheaper than my Lexus. Is it? How much are Tesla's going for? No worries. Bootleg Tesla mechanics will happen soon in Hialeah. People and son. <laughs> Yo, the first Cubans in Hialeah that know how to fix the Tesla. You guys are going to make so much money when electric cars start rolling out and you know how to change those lithium batteries. Oh, people and sons will be balling out of control, just like cutie. Lexus is a high-end Honda and Toyota. It's a high-end Toyota. An Acura is a high-end Honda. Uh, But nothing is better than the Tesla. It was cheaper when I got it. Only car I ever got, and that after three years is worth 10K more. Oh, okay, so I see what you're saying. So, like, certain models actually appreciate in value. That's good to know. I paid 55K and my lease Lexus was 60K when my lease was over. All right, look at Cutie over here actually giving us investment tips on vehicles. All right. I'll look into it in the future when I got money for it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so it looks like that's all the comments here. All right, guys, thank you very much for uh, tuning in. Cutie, thanks for joining us. Babani, what's going up? Uh, what's going up? What's going on? Uh, Chef Viden, thanks for joining. Uh, Gemini, Zayuri, LBR. Thanks for all this, guys. Cool little episode. Really appreciate it. All right, so announcements tonight. It is Saturday, so you know what that means. We've got a show over in Coral Gables at a restaurant called The One on Sunset. And if you guys want to have a laugh tonight, if you guys want to have a beer tonight, you guys want to try some delicious food from Greece definitely swing by showtime is nine o'clock we've got a great lineup of comedians and there's plenty of ample seating well if you make your reservations that is we've got table seating uh wide space seating so if you guys want to get your spots reserved visit miamicomedy.com also here as you can clearly see i am also balling because of this hat so i don't need a tesla like cutie pie to call myself a baller all i gotta do is wear this hat right here and i let the people know how great my personality is because it's got a sense of humor. Can you read Miami Comedy? Yeah, that's the website where you go get a laugh. If you guys want to get this hat, right at the bottom of the live stream, you see the link right there. Support the podcast. The money will go into the economy. All right, I'll, I'll invest it right back in there. Do your part to contribute to the economy so that it comes right back up. Okay? If you, if you can't see the link, if you're listening somewhere else, just visit MiamiComedy.com shop. The link is live. Support the podcast. Miami Comedy, buy his hat. Absolutely. Sharing is 